Hey everyone, here's a preview of our all-new Patreon-exclusive minicasts. How do you hear over 100 minicasts, actually 150 minicasts spanning five years? Become a member of our Patreon crew. Go to patreon.com backslash terror talk. Hope to see you all there for all the madness. This is just a clip, so be sure to join for more. Hi everyone, this is Terror Talk with Shannon. Giallo, giallo, jolly! If you like ridiculous horror trash creature features with stereotypes, listen to Terror Talk. Genetically altered scorpions. My name is Shannon and I'm Corn. <laughs> I like how the corn reverbs. Corn, corn, corn. corn. Now this time I'm going to... Oh, nice. Open a water. A water. Wink, wink. <clears throat> no, it really is a water. These classics are something else. So, guys, we're going to watch every single Universal Monster classic in honor of the season. And the first one we watched was the 1931 Dracula with Bella Lugosi. Directed by a pre-freaks, <laughs> Todd Browning. <laughs> and it all makes sense now how he went from that and then he upped the ante a year later. Right. I have watched this one before and I, I actually really like it. Mm -hmm. I think it's creepy and <laughs> I just enjoy it. The gloomy, like gothic visuals that they have the look at 1930s mental health that they oh had, God, the yeah. viewpoint there. The hysteria. Uh, the hysteria. The cinematography is really great. I mean, Carl Freund, I think his name is, is was just instrumental in making all of that look so gloomy and sad and dark and scary. And the lack of, the lack of sound, the no music kind of thing is really effective. Well, we know that this is the first sound film adaptation of right. Bram Stoker's novel was this one. Yep. That's kind of interesting to think, you know, the story had been around for so long. It's the first time they actually put it on film with well, sound. We've, you know, and we've seen it 30 times since then. So yeah. understand the, the novelty of that, right? Mm -hmm. And the fact that it was a human monster. Yeah. Like they were doing a lot of creatures, but this was a human monster. I really liked Renfield in this. Yeah, I wrote I wrote in my notes like Renfield, like why why have we not heard about Renfield's performance in this? All you ever hear about is Bella's performance. And granted, at the time it was revolutionary. And it was supposed to be Lon Chaney, but Lon Chaney died mm -hmm. before they could start. And so Bella Lugosi, you know, this person that had been doing theater in New York for about 10 years in America. I mean, there's a lot of mythology around like, oh, he'd just come to the country and he didn't know any English. He'd been here for like 10 years doing theater. So I don't think that that's true. Yeah. But that was part of the lore of the time because it made it more exotic, right? It made it more scary if he was a foreigner at the time. So I don't know. That was... uh Renfield's performance, man. Well, and Renfield, depending on who's who does the film, Renfield either is like mm -hmm. just very 
I don't know, subdued or completely out of his mind. Because, you know, if you look at Renfield from Nicolas Cage's film is very different from the Renfield we get in Francis Ford Coppola's film. And then this Renfield was a little bit crazy, but kind of endearing at the same time. Yeah, he very much read like a victim. Yeah. And they put him in a sanitarium. They did. (laughs) Poor thing. I really like the... We talk a lot about atmosphere when we're talking about movie reviews. And I think this being 1931, and again, I, I don't know if I knew that this was Todd Browning's film, but he had a way of capturing, uh, he had a very ominous style, but that was always, it was also like, there was always a tone of crazy, quirky, it was paradoxical. So like when you're watching that, because that's how Freaks is too, it's like this really dark gross exploitation yet you can't help but like not look away and kind of laugh at the same time this one didn't make me laugh but it certainly had this really dark atmospheric thing but then it was you know the acting at the time was so big and and theatrical that parts of it are unintentionally comedic and a little overdone but it reads to me or it feels like I'm watching a stage play, which a lot of, which is what, you know, this came, a lot of these guys came off vaudeville and stuff, but I still like watching that or sometimes even just having it on in the background. Yeah. I mean, not all of these are going to translate very well, right. To us now. And that's what we're really interested to see. It's partly prepping for the fact that of course the universal monsters maze at universal studios halloween horror nights is happening this year again and that's kind of fun yeah i didn't really plan it that way but it's kind of fun to be revisiting all of these these classics and then go into the maze and be at universal where it was all created but it's just kind of interesting you know history of horror type vibes because you're right like the culturally speaking the performances of course don't translate because they're all like very over the top Mm -hmm. you know he's you know renfield is batshit crazy and giggling and Mm -hmm. very over you know very overact melodramatic is the word because they were all doing silent melodramas right like with no sound for (laughs) before they were doing sound pictures at the time so and Lugosi's paced speaking I was so aware of how slow the cadence he was yeah with the good evening you know, and we all make fun of that now, but I really felt it when I was watching. I was like, yeah, that's why we all talk like that when we talk like Dracula. Oh, because of him. And also some of these lines, too, that I know some of it's taken from the novel. But when Lugosi says the line of listen to the, you know, the children of the night, when he's talking about the wolves and how Gary Oldman does that. That's one of my favorite lines in Bram Stoker's Dracula. And it was kind of cool to hear Bella Lugosi say it. Yeah, because that's such sure. a classic line. If you would like more of this and more than 150 pieces of bonus content, join our Patreon at patreon.com backslash Terra Talk. Thanks for being here and welcome to season six, y'all.